morning and welcome to this week's serving of Mickey Waffles, a Disney podcast where we cover everything from parks, movies, and merchandise. My name's Sinead. And my name's Tired. <laughs> Kate, it's only Monday! Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> my name's Kate. Hi, how's it going? Pretty good, Kate. How are you? I'm tired. I know. <laughs> just like faintly whispered it just before we started recording. So, how's, how's your week been since we recorded last case? I was going to say my week, I was like, it's Monday, should I? I know. Um, yeah, it's been good. Nothing overly exciting. Yeah. I'm still here. That's good. That's, I mean, that's all we can ask exactly. for, really. What about you? Um, yeah, it's been fine. Haven't been up to a whole lot. I get to go down to Sunny Gory for the rest of this week, hence why we're recording on a Monday. I mean, it's not too far from where I live, so I can't make it sound like it's ten years away. <laughs> no, I didn't mean that, I just... Sonny Gory. But, anyways, so yeah, the news I really had to like scrape the barrel yeah, to I find think, some I stuff. Think summertime is quite a, quite a time. Mm. Summer, summer, summertime. Summertime. Exactly. But I suppose in the meantime, anyways, we should at least get on with the news that we do have. So, starting as always with Disneyland Paris, we have some. So, we have a bit of an update for characters that you scheduled meet and greets in DLP. So, Moana has moved over to the Hakuna Matata restaurant. Mm -hmm. Then, Donald and Winnie the Pooh have switched places. So, Pooh Bear is going to be down... I don't actually know what that area is called. Well, Pooh Bear is going to be at the end of Main Street. Yeah, when you walk all the way down to the left. Yeah. And then Donald's going to be all the way back by Casey Jr. and Comte de la Fille or whatever that boat is called. De la Boat. Yeah. And then Minnie, we presume, is going to be moving to Frontierland. Somewhere around that area. With her little jungle outfit. Probably, I'd say what will probably happen is she'll be over in the area by Cowboy Cookout, where her and Mickey meet during Halloween. Um, it's listed as just being Minnie, but at Halloween they also had it listed during Minnie because Mickey can't be in two places at the one time. No, of course not. So, I would assume... They'll be in Savari gear somewhere. Over there. And then replacing Minnie will be Pluto. I met Pluto here at um, Halloween and it's super cute. Yeah. I mean, I like meeting Pluto anyways, but it's nice him having like a scheduled place. Yeah, it's good. I don't know whether this affects extra magic time for Donald and Minnie. I don't know. I did ask, but obviously they don't release that kind of information. Oh, so. yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> this starts on... Saturday, because it's in conjunction with the festival. Lion, Jungle Lion Festival, whatever it's called. So I guess we'll find out from that day as to who's where and stuff during Extra Magic Time as well. Need 92, I'll be honest. They will. They're good lads. So yeah, that's just some updates to the characters. Next thing, which I was very excited about last week, we finally got some updates about Halloween. Do you know what? There was just so many. I forgot that it was actually so soon. Like, oh, it was okay. so recent. We, as we are recording it, we are 98 days away from our Halloween trip. Do, 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 which I'm so excited about. So, the first thing, so they've sent out this big, massive press release, but I'll just go through the things as, as they were announced. First of all, which I know Kate is very excited about, we're getting Max Goo. Oh, I'm so excited. I... How is he going to be dressed? Is he going to dress Caroline? Like, is that going to be that Halloween costume? Is he going to be getting a stop spoopy? I don't really care what he's dressed like. Just going to be happy he's there. It says in a brand new costume. Oh, so not Caroline. 
I would imagine it might be like a Halloween costume. Oh, I would imagine he was just goofy. No, but like imagine if he did, because you know the way Goofy has that like skeleton outfit? Imagine yeah. if it was like a skeleton Goofy and Max being Greek. Oh, I'd, oh my I God. would lose it. I'd be so pleased. I think I'd lose it. I'm super excited though, because I've never met Max. No, neither have I. He's never been available when we've been there. No, because he's only really been out for fan days. Yeah, for like scheduled events or that crazy 25th anniversary day. Oh yeah, where they had everybody. Grim. Um, so yeah, I'm very excited to meet Max. I Same. think he's going to be a little crack. I think he's going to be super fun. So we also have it confirmed that there's going to be a brand new show on the castle stage featuring Ursula and the Disney vill- villains. I feel like we've known about this, but we finally just had it confirmed. Confirmed. Yeah, we kind of like pieced it all together, but then. Yeah. I'm super intrigued to see what this is going to be like. Yeah, me too. Like, I just hope it's not bad. Well, sometimes it's good to be bad. Cha-cha. But you know what I mean? Like, I hope no, it's not do. tacky. Yeah. I mean, the show last year was perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's nice to see Ursula in the parks. She very rarely gets an outing. Yeah, she's so difficult. So, I'm very intrigued. She can't be out of water for too long. She's shriveled exactly. up. In addition to Max, we also had some other characters confirmed. So we're going to have Stitch back. He will meet where Donald usually meets. I've also never met Stitch. I didn't meet him when I was there the other day. There was, the, the other, other day? day. <laughs> I didn't meet him when I was there for Halloween last year because he isn't there for extra magic time. Or at least he wasn't last year. Right, okay. Devil Donald was there for extra magic time. Right. And the queue for Stitch was always insane. Because Stitch is a huge favourite. Exactly. He's a big fan favourite. So I wouldn't mind making the effort to meet him, especially because he has a cute little Halloween shirt. Like, as soon as as soon as soon everybody else is happy with everything, I'm excited to be able to do all the other Halloween stuff that we can, like, maybe let something else go because we've oh, yeah. done it a couple of times or people aren't too miffed about doing it. And we can queue that extra bit longer to meet Stitch and friends. Exactly. Along with Stitch, we're also going to have Cheshire Cat. Cheshire! I've also never met him. No, I don't know. I'd say he's not my, like, my, the bottom of my list. Yeah. In I terms don't... of new, in terms of characters on Halloween that I'm pumped to meet. Like, let's put this way. If we don't meet Cheshire Cat, I won't be disappointed. Yeah. But if either. we don't meet Max, I'll cry. But that's fair. So, let's just all put that into perspective. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey and Minnie will be back in their mariachi outfits. We have only had Minnie confirmed again, because Mickey's always in Meet Mickey, and where, how... Could he be oh. in two places at the one time? But last year, they were over by Cowboy Cookout in their cute little mariachi outfits, which were very sweet, because Frontierland was all done out in Dia de los Muertos, oh, yeah, Mexican yeah, yeah. style. It was very cute. We are also getting the Queen of Evil herself, Maleficent. She'll be back in the courtyard with her briars, which was honestly one of my favourite things. Ooh. Like, until you actually see how impressive the briars look, mm-hmm. you can't really understand it. I don't think I've ever met a villain. Have you not? No. Interesting. Yeah, because, I mean, Jack's not a villain, but he's not a hero either. No. Well, yeah, but you know what I mean? Anti-hero. And, like, it's like Jafar. Yeah. Have him, didn't meet Captain Hawk. Hmm. So, yeah. There you go. But the Maleficent courtyards, the briars are just phenomenal. There's lights in them. They look like a dragon. It's... It's incredible. I'm super excited to meet her again. She was fab. Along with that, we, of course, have what was already announced previously and we spoke about before, which was the random drops coming to Terror Terror. Oh, yes. So excited. God, I hope at least one of the other people in our group of six will go with me. (laughs) I mean, Breathless said 
that he's he's willing to go on Terror of Terror. Once. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't know. Yeah. Sure. I guess we'll see. I'm sure everyone will go on it. It'll be fun. Um, we did have an announcement that we're, we're sadly not going to have Jose and Panchito back this year, which I'm... Oh, great. no bueno, no bueno. They were so fun last year. I, I wonder mean, why like, they take them away. I don't know. I think for whatever reason, for the first couple of weeks, there seemed to be Jose and Panchito, and then you'd sometimes get Jose and you'd sometimes get Panchito. Hmm. And they weren't there consistently together. So I don't know if it's something to do with that. I don't know. I wonder what the issue is. Yeah, I don't know. Strange. We're also going to have the Halloween Cavalcade back, which will also focus Oh the... my god, I'm so excited to see this in person. I'm buzzing. I want to do a dance. Let me do a dance. The weird thing about this, right? So last year they were like, oh, it's not Phantom Manor. It's not Phantom Manor. It's just a woman in a white dress and a man that looks like the Phantom. It's not Phantom Manor. Whereas this year it's like, hey, look at all these Phantom Manor zombies. And I'm like, oh. zombies. <laughs> But this year, they're like, oh, it's yeah, it is Phantom Manor. So it's definitely because Phantom Manor wasn't open last year. Yeah, and they were like, stop drawing attention to what's happening. 100%. I love this, though. It is so... You get Mickey coming out in three different outfits. Yeah, it's pretty good. You get Huey, Dewey, and Louie on the back. You get the Phantom and Melanie. It Everything about that, I just absolutely adored. It was... Oh, I loved it so much. Yeah, I'm very excited. Sorry. Yeah, I'm very excited so I get that out there. <laughs> we haven't had confirmation as to whether we're getting Devil Donald back for extra magic time. I really hope we do because he's got his little pitchfork yeah. and it's just the cutest thing. But we're world. definitely getting him though, aren't we? Because it did confirm it was like and all of the regular characters in their Halloween garb. Or and Mickey or and Minnie and Friends or something and all their garb. Yeah, but I don't know if that includes Donald for extra magic time. Now maybe it but is he'll because, be there at some stage. Yeah, because Because the reason he was only available during extra magic time was because he was part of half of the it's good to be bad shows when he was Maleficent Donald alright oh so he was only there in extra magic time but not any other time yep oh oh yeah. I did not realise this because you could meet Goofy was in this like weird jacket and he was meant to be like a candy maker or something like that it was very strange but then you can meet Pluto over by the boarding house but he just had his collar was a pumpkin cute and it was um, and then they said that the spirit of Halloween will be spread in Disneyland Park oh. from Main Street, USA to the Castle of Sleeping Beauty. Pumpkins and ghosts will bring visitors to a mischievous and colourful atmosphere that is clean this season. That is clean this clean. season. This is like a translation from French. <laughs> so all of the villains are referred to. The translation of villain is the naughty Disney oh, yeah. in a new show. <laughs> So... I think it means, like, fresh. What what was the sentence? It probably does mean fresh, yeah. It's the atmosphere that is clean this season, so yeah, it probably is fresh. But yeah, yeah. villain is naughty in French, so when you read it, it's just, like, it doesn't, it sounds a bit weird. It doesn't translate very well, does it? Yeah, the naughty Disney never missed to surprise (laughs) visitors for the Halloween season. (laughs) Stuff. So, yeah. Everything's been everything that's been announced for Halloween. I am so freaking excited about. Yeah, to be honest, me too. Yay! So that was all the news from Disneyland Paris. Very minimal. Just that. Well, very I mean, the, in all fairness, we say very minimal. I think, like, I feel like the Halloween news was a lot of the news. They had. Oh, sorry, I just remember this. It's not news, but they had this weird like press thing for Toy Story Four. 
Indies and Empires, but like the French cast. Oh, I don't yeah. know if you saw this all, all over you know, Studios, like Twitter and Instagram. I saw a little bit. It was like this weird dance party that happened in Toy Story Playlands, and Bullseye was just like having a bop, and it was all dark, and it was very strange. Oh, it was bizarre looking. I knew I'd seen I'd seen something. Is that who they were? The French cast, like yeah. the dubbing cast. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm. To be like, hey, good job, you guys. Yeah, oh, that's good. Yeah, thank you. So now moving away from Disneyland Paris, we're going to head stateside, as we always do. And firstly, hopping over to Disney Disney California Adventure Park, or DCA to those in the know. Uh, We've had a quick little sneak peek at Inside Out Emotional Whirlwind. Which is still the most ridiculous name in the world. And it's still not open. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So for anyone who doesn't know, when... Paradise Pier got its overhaul to Pixar Pier. Mm-hmm. All of the rides changed to being Pixar themed, and this is the last one that's still yet to be opened. This wasn't here initially. Was it not? Someone, was, someone no. said it was a rehaul, re thing. It is. So this was originally called Flix Flyers, and it was over in Bugsland. Like it oh, looks they moved the exact, it. Yeah, it looks the exact same. Um, but they've just re themed it and moved it. I'll find you a picture of the other ride. Anyway, so inspired by the hit Disney and Pixar film Inside Out, Emotional Whirlwind opens later this month in the Inside Out headquarters neighborhood of Pixar Pier. With, like, it's surrounded by, like, thingies, angry dogs. Oh, I know that right. Yeah. Oh, it is the same right. So once you hop aboard one of the eight memory movers, you'll take a sensational oh, hey. <laughs> spin and help Riley's emotions, joy, sadness, anger, disgust, and fear sort through memories being collected. So it's basically you hop in a memory box and they spin you around. It looks fun. It looks cute. No, yeah, it does look cute. The little sneak peek is it's all very bright and colourful and it's it, it, it's very bright, I have to say. From the picture yeah. that you showed me there, it was like very dull browns and blah. Obviously because yeah. it's like in a garden. But yeah, it looks cool. I'm excited. Also, to complement the whimsical atmosphere, Academy Award-winning composer Michael Giacchino created five music tracks, one for each of the emotions. Oh, that's cute. Last year, Michael collaborated with Walt Disney Imagineering to compose the music for Thrilling and Credit Coaster. Oh! Oh, okay. This music on that's great. Yeah. Pixar Pill also celebrates its one-year anniversary this weekend. It's been open a year, and that's still not the reimagined land shares the stories and characters of Pixar films with exciting attractions, themed neighborhoods, and fun eateries. We hope you'll make your own memories when Emotional Whirlwind opens. Mm-hmm. All the comments are like, it's not just the same when it's opening! <laughs> One comment actually says, they were testing it yesterday and today behind the construction walls, but there was also jackhammers rolling, so sounds close, but not quite there. Mm. Thanks, Doug. How exciting. Thanks for your comment. Really helped us there. Very fun. So yeah, um, I can't believe it's still not open. I wonder what's taking them so long. Yeah, I, d- I don't really know, to be honest. I, unless it's just they pulled every bit of manpower they had into finishing off Galaxy's Edge. I don't know. <laughs> Most of the world was like, hello? <laughs> hello? <laughs> Sadness is taking over. <laughs> Have you forgotten about little old me? It looks fun, though. I'm excited to experience it when I go. So, today, as of we're recording, so the 24th of June, it's the first day that Galaxy's Edge has been able to be accessed by guests without a reservation. Ooh. I checked the Disneyland app from, I think it was about quarter to nine, and the park opened at eight, 
and the Millennium Falcon ride was 110 minutes. Now, it has kind of calmed down, so I don't know whether it was just the initial, bah, yeah. have to get there, but it, it's been busy. I'm so, not surprised yeah. in the slightest. So the way it works now is that on the Disneyland app, you go in and it gives you, the, on the main screen, it has like a little pop-up about Star Wars, and it tells you, it has two options where you can check your status if you've already joined a boarding group, or it says join a boarding group or if you're going first thing in the morning it'll probably say go to land you click into that and then right. you just go to the land okay. but if the land is at capacity at that particular stage you join what they're calling a boarding group mm-hmm. and then you just wait for your time it's kind of similar to the Lion Birdie app in Disneyland Paris if you've used that where it'll just hold your place in the virtual queue and it'll send you a notification and let you know when it's your time to go to Galaxy's Edge you then scan your I suppose, like, boarding pass or whatever they want to call it, when you get to the land, and that'll let you in. Cool. As for the cantina and Savvy's workshop, you can order, you can book your reservation for them from 7am the day of. So there's no pre-booking, basically. There's no way of kind of doing that ahead of time, and you have to have a valid credit card, so I would say they probably hold your spot for the cantina, but I'd say you pay up front for your lightsaber there. Right, yeah. So, speaking of lightsabers... So shortly after the land opened, all of the spots for Savvy's workshop for the entire day were sold out. Within how long? Uh, the reservations open at 7. The post that we saw was posted at around 8 a.m. <laughs> so less than an hour. Time, so less than an hour, I guess. That's crazy. So I decided to do a bit of math. Woo! So today, the park opened at 8 and it closes at midnight. So taking in the last 16 hours. <laughs> so long. They can do, the experience seems to take about 20 minutes, mm-hmm. so I'd say they probably do two an hour, just to kind of give or take yeah. time. So, 16 hours, 14 people, twice an hour. Yeah. So, it's 28 people they can do in an hour. Okay. $200 a lightsaber. Yes. On average, Disney is making anywhere between eighty five and $90,000 today, just on lightsabers. That's just insane. That is before any bit of food, any drop of milk, any cocktail, any any, uh, pins, droids, any other kind of merch. Like a minimum of, I'd say, $85,000 just on lightsabers. Multiply that by 31, will you? For a month? Yeah. So we'll go with 85. We'll lowball them. 2.6 million. Jesus Christ, in a month. In a month. Just on lightsabers. On lightsabers. That's assuming they sell out every day, which they will. Like, that's crazy yeah obviously that's not profit but that's not all profit but still like whoever came up with the idea of doing this is an absolute genius I think about that and then I saw a post that said all the kyber crystals were sold out from that shop that you bought kyber crystals from an additional what $15 I think yeah and like apparently like they were also like people like they didn't even have any restock the shelves were just empty now a lot of the comments did say that there had been a high volume of people stealing kyber crystals because they weren't tagged or anything oh, okay. and they were very small and very easy to slip in yeah. your pocket. I hate people. Yeah, me too. They ruin everything. Um, but yeah, like, that's just crazy. Like, 85,000 in a day just on lightsabers. Yeah. And it's so controlled. Like, it's so calm. Like... What do you mean? Do you know what I mean? Because, like, we've experienced... No, I don't know what you mean. But, like, when we were cast members, we experienced... Days of oh, a similar volume. I see what you mean. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah. And it was bloody mental. Pandemonium. Like, yeah. it was the most horrendous day. Yeah. However, this is so 
chill and it's so controlled yeah and like it's so easy do you know yeah, what I mean to make. like it's not like it's a frantic everybody's going crazy and blah it's literally just people come in and they build their lightsabers and it's a story and it's lovely boom $85,000 Galaxy's Edge is going to pay for itself just purely in lightsabers and probably droids probably within a month yeah easily I wonder how much they've spent on it must have spent millions. It must be billions. Yeah, true. That does. That's even before everybody collects all the stupid coke balls. <laughs> now I say that, I want them. <laughs> but I'm still going to refer to them as stupid coke balls. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it crazy? Madness. So, yeah, if you are planning to visit Disneyland Resort anytime soon and you want to go see Galaxy's Edge as soon as you get into the park, because I don't think you can actually register. I think it's like Max Pass. You can't use it or you can't say hi I want to join a boarding group before you've actually scanned your ticket in for the day so I don't think you can say be in your hotel and be like I'm going to show up later I'm going to join a boarding group oh yeah you have to actually have activated your ticket for the day and then you can do it it's just not so smooth and it's not so planned do you know what like I have I have to give it to Disneyland they have handled Batu very well compared to how other theme parks are handling other new things Yeah, I have to say they're doing it very well. Do we think Disney World is going to do the same thing? No. I don't think so. No. I think Disney World like a bit of pandemonium. Yeah, I think that's do. an Orlando thing. Just, it's they, an Orlando thing. <laughs> but like, it's like, do you remember that thing that was going around a while ago and it was like, Google your birthday and Florida? Oh, huh? yeah. And it was like all these ridiculous things. And it was like, yeah, of course. Fair. True. I think, it's, I think Florida just likes a little bit crazy. Yeah. I think they thrive on it. I also just think it's because, yeah, I don't know. I feel like like getting into the news as well is more of an Orlando thing. Exactly. Just being like, wow, what's like? And also, when people, when you talk to people about like Disneyland and Disney World, they only think of Florida. Like, yeah, true. I I had a conversation with someone. I can't remember what I was talking about anyway, but I was like, oh, I was talking. I was like, oh, you're going to California, Disney World, and. They were like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and I was like, you know, Disneyland and California and Disney World in, Flo- in uh, Florida. And they were like, isn't there just one? And I was like, no. Oh, no. Like, no. They were like, isn't there just like that big one? And I was like, oh, oh no. no. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I think definitely the massive hype will come with Orlando. Yeah, 100%. It's going to be absolutely mental. Cray, cray. And that's all for park news. I tried. I was scraping barrel. Sad week. But something that was also released, I guess, this week, or the week just gone, was that they're going to be re-releasing Avengers Endgame into theatres, or cinema, if you live here. They are hunting down that. They really want to beat Avatar. They really want to beat Avatar. <laughs> so, I can't blame them. They're no, so close. Neither can I. Um, so they're going to be re-releasing Endgame into the cinema. Um, it's going to be dropping in the US on the 28th of June. There's currently been no release date for the UK and Ireland or Europe in general. Speculation is August. So some people have been pinpointing it as an extended cut. It's not. It's the exact same endgame we all saw a few weeks ago. Weeks ago? Month ago? When was that? A while ago? Yeah. When endgame came out, it's the same movie, but after the credits there is an extra bonus scene that no one's seen, which I presume was just a cut scene. And then the producers have said, and a few surprises. So maybe it's going to be like the blooper reel that goes onto the DVD and Blu-ray. Oh, maybe. All that sort of stuff that's going to go onto the Blu-ray disc. Maybe it's just all that at the end. But I mean, 
I actually only saw Endgame twice, so if it does come back out in cinema, I'll probably go see it again. Because potentially, yeah. When Infinity War came out, I saw it three times within one week. Yeah, it was a, yeah, it was a lot. Um, <laughs> Good lord! I saw it once. I saw it once with work. Then I saw it once in 4D, and then I saw it one, again normally. Oh, okay. After. But yeah, I think I'd if it doesn't come out again till August. I'm pretty sure I'd definitely like to go again. Yeah, because I mean. Thinking back on it now, we went to see it. We didn't go see it together, but we went to go see it before we went to Disneyland Paris because we didn't want anyone to spoil it for us in, in Disneyland, Disneyland Paris because yeah. of the Marvel that was going on. So, uh-huh. I mean, either way, Zoe Saldana's laughing to the laughing to the bank. She's in both. Oh yeah, but she's Good now woman. Now she's like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Good woman herself. <laughs> so speaking of movies getting released, Toy Story was released last week. Yes, we it was. Both been to see it. So Toy Story four. The finale to the Toy Story franchise. Hopefully, this is it. Well, no, Pixar came out and said they're doing no more sequels and they're doing no more prequels. It's all ever characters, yeah, ever. Yeah, Pete Doctor came out and said it. He was like, "We're not doing sequels or prequels anymore. I don't they're all new characters. Don't trust them ever. Mm. I mean, happily, happily take it. Pete Doctor's a good man. I'm going to take him on his word. <laughs> he was lovely when he was in the store. Absolute gent. But yeah, what did you think? Yeah, you, you put up a post on the Saturday on our Instagram, and it had me concerned because your literal words were "it wasn't awful," but it wasn't awful. I was like, okay, <laughs> it wasn't awful. I don't know, like it was. I know. I just feel like every time I go to watch a Pixar movie, I expect to be wowed, even if it's the fourth movie in a franchise. Okay, and I just wasn't wowed. I wasn't disappointed. Okay, but I was just like, yeah, that was fine, okay. and we're moving on. That's fair. I know you liked it a lot more. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. I thought it was a nice way of tying up some bows. I thought Forky was absolutely hilarious. I'm so glad they didn't do a poo on him. Oh, no, Forky was very funny in all fairness. He was great. I also loved Gabby Gabby. I thought she was a good kind of villain-esque character. I thought she was good. The, The puppet things were terrifying. Oh, my God, the way they walked. Oh, oh. and when they talked, they just went... <laughs> They were Oh, nice. that got me. Like, that was actually really scary. <laughs> Absolutely loved it. I loved the little Polly Pocket, because I used to have the little Polly Pockets like that when I was younger, and oh my god, it made me so happy. Bo Peep was an absolute badass. Loved her. And Duke Boom was just... Oh, actually, no. So I said Yeah. Great. Duke Boom, Duke, Duke Boom was just so he was funny. It he, was so oh, funny. So, so good. Was it you my... Canada! <laughs> Was it my favourite was it my favourite Pixar movie? No. Was it my favourite Toy Story movie? No. But as I said to Kate yesterday, Pixar movies are kind of like pizza. Even if you get one that's not the most amazing thing in the world, it's still pretty goddamn enjoyable. Yeah, no, that's fair. So I I wasn't mad at it at all. I really enjoyed it and I'm probably gonna go see it well no, I'm definitely gonna go see it again. Oh. Brittany has already said he wants to go see it again. I mean, it got a few tears out of breath me, so that'll tell you. Wasn't as, it wasn't like Beauty and the Beast level of sound? Oh, really? He cried eight times at Beauty and the Beast. That just baffles me. He tries to say it's five. <laughs> so yeah, no, it was it was it was a good movie. Stay till the end, I suppose. Yeah, we didn't, and I'm really annoyed. Stay till after the credits. Treat it like a Marvel movie. It's funny. It's just some really funny bits. <laughs> we watched most of the credits, and then 
We just didn't say, we didn't know there was a post credit scene, and I'm very annoyed at us that we didn't. I always stay for the babies, for the production babies. Oh, yeah. we. I'm pretty sure we saw that. No, we didn't. I was like, if you saw the production babies, you were like 10 seconds away from the final no, scene. No, we didn't. We watched Toy Story 3 the night before. Oh, and watched those production babies. <laughs> Also, when we watched Toy Story 3, I was like, floods of tears all over again. Just as bad as the first time I watched it. I was like, man, I haven't watched it so well. This still kicks me in the gut. That's crazy. When you think they're all going to die? Oh, it's real sad. Have you seen that video on YouTube of when his brother shows his mom and his sister Toy Story 3? They didn't see it in the cinema the first time. Who's mom and brother? Just some guy. His, yeah. So his his mom and his sister, he shows them Toy Story 3 at home because it's the first time they've ever seen it. But before he showed it to them, he burnt it onto another DVD, book okay. ended it, where they're... Just before the aliens come in? Yeah, just before the aliens come in. And so he cut it so that that ended there, like, as they were slowly moving down, and then put the end credits next. <laughs> That's how he ended the movie! Oh my god! And his mom and his sister were in floods of tears. Like, they emotional. were... They were bawling their eyes out he, he couldn't I presume he was gonna just leave it at that maybe leave it a couple of days but yeah. literally about two minutes later he was like that's not how it ends oh my god oh. I'm sure they were probably like what the heck's Toy Story 4 gonna be then <laughs> um so yes they were just in oh floods and floods of tears they were like that can't be how it ends I was like that the other day though and I like got I have a when I started working at Disney in 2012, I bought one of the really, really big Lotso's. Well, mm-hmm. technically my mom bought it for me for Christmas. The Jumbo ones. I've had them for seven years and he still smells like strawberries. Yeah, it's because top quality product there. Yeah. So if you're thinking of getting a Lotso, do. You'll smell them for years. But wait till they go on to offer it. Oh, no, don't price. go to full price. No, no. Stupid. Uh-uh. So, yeah, go see Toy Story 4. Yeah. So that's everything for the news. Yeah. Except for... You know what today is, today is. Today is Tuesday. You know what that means. Wrong, you're going to have several special guests, including me. This is the lovely Breath, the never-really-heard-from-before invisible producer of this show. And, uh, hi, everybody. And this week's guest stars on Guest Star Tuesday were Woody, Jesse, Bo Peep, and Bullseye, of course, tying into Toy Story 4, which... Just to give my thoughts on it, considering that both Sinead and Kate have done so previously, I loved it. I thought it was really, really great. Um, I would probably rank it fourth out of the Toy Story movies, but I don't consider that to be in any way a bad thing. It was a wonderful experience, looked beautiful, absolutely fantastic, have very few major faults with it. Anyway, that's enough rambling. Back to the main show. So, we are very much coming to the end of our trip planning saga, shall we call it. And one of the questions that came up while we were asking people what they wanted us to cover while going through all the various planning bits and pieces was how to save money when you're at Disney or how to save money around I would say in and around a Disney trip because a lot of the ways to save money you gotta do before you go oh yeah like once you're there you're kind of sucked in yeah so we've split it up into various different I just also like to note that Sinead has titled it How to Be Screwed with Duck. He would be proud. Oh yeah, he would. So, the first thing I have down here is food. Nom nom. So, how is the best way to save some money on food and beverages? Probably the best way is, well, first of all, if you're booking 
when there's some sort of dining plan going on, take it. Take it. If you're planning on not wanting to spend too much money on breakfast, we highly suggest bringing breakfast bars and such with you. Mm -hmm. If you are driving to Disneyland Paris, or if you are part of a somewhat fam, then you can also, before you get into the parks, you can take the train to Marnaval or whatever it is and mm-hmm. go to the supermarket and you can pick up snacks there and come back with them. I think the trip altogether only takes like an hour, like the whole trip to go out, buy your stuff and come back. So that can also be a pretty big winner. Also, my mom informed me that the shop in the train station sells milk. Oh, okay. And coffee and stuff. And it's like cool. one euro for an instant coffee. Cool. Or like a coffee machine coffee. And they say they sell milk and stuff. So you can dip in there as well and buy a couple of snacks. I think she said everything there is like just regular priced. It's not Disney priced. Hmm. So you can do that as well for food. Cool. One thing that I would say is bring a water bottle with you. Mm-hmm. This is something I totally forgot to do on our last trip and I'm really annoyed at myself. One, it's good for the environment. Let's reduce plastic, ladies and gentlemen. How fabulous. But also, it'll save you having to buy bottles of water around the park because the bottles of water are like 350, 4 euro. Yeah, 4 euro. I think they're 369 or something. Yeah, but there's little water fountains everywhere. Yeah, I have to say, I think the water fountains are, there are more of them than you think there are. Absolutely. And I do think a lot of them work. Yeah. I hear, I hear people every now and again saying none of them work. And I'm like, oh. I don't think they do. I mean, I don't like, I think they work. Yeah. Because, like, there's definitely, there's one outside of the entrance, the main entrance. Okay. And then, because I always see people filling with their water bottle there. Hmm. And there's definitely some inside. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know, people are crazy. Interesting. Another thing to note with the food, particularly in a lot of the quick service places, the portions are massive. Yeah, I, we always forget how big the portions are. I, thi- I think it depends on the place. Mm-hmm. I feel like Lucky Nugget, you don't get obscenely large portions. However, in Videopolis... Oh, yeah, that was huge. Oh, my God. You get the most ridiculous portion. So you could very easily... Because they do offer, like, sides that you can add on for, like, three quid. So be it, like, onion rings or mozzarella sticks or nugs. You could very easily... Like, if you were a couple, you could quite happily get a burger, chips, add on one or two of the little extras and then get a big giant drink and that would 100% do two people. Yeah, absolutely. No problem. And don't get, like, we're people that like our food and we would quite happily be able to do that. Oh, yeah, just so much food. There's just so much. Exactly. You have to keep in mind as well, you're, you're consistently on and off of attractions. So sometimes you've got some big loopy loops and you don't want that much food in your belly. Yeah, you don't want to eat that much food and then go on Hyperspace Mountain. Hubble. Then you would want to be in a galaxy far, far away. So yeah, but I think that's all. I think that's all pretty much have for food. Like, also just be smart about where you eat. I suppose. Yeah. Like, don't have a really expensive dinner every night. Don't eat lunch in the Disneyland hotel. Don't do that. Make use of Earl of Sandwich. Earl of Sandwich is great. <laughs> I love Earl of Sandwich. It's fab. Yeah, Earl of Sandwich, and then also if you really want to, like McDonald's is there. If you're looking for like a really cheap. Like a really cheap night, like just for one of them. Don't forget that McDonald's is in the back. Is the McDonald's that much cheaper than Earl's sandwich would be? I see. I think it depends on what your kids are going to eat. Like some kids are extremely. So you always think of families. I never think of families. (laughs) Yeah, I know. That's why I'm here. (laughs) The voice of reason. Yeah. So like, if you are like, I, I 
there probably is some things it might be hard pushed to find picky eaters something to eat in our sandwich because I know they do wedges but some kids don't even like wedges they will only eat chips so I know so just remember that McDonald's is there like obviously we don't recommend you eat McDonald's every single day of your holiday so that's like five guys that's not that much more expensive than McDonald's. Yeah, there's a Five Guys there as well, and you'd like everyone knows Five Guys portions are huge, so you'd mm-hmm. have to you could easily share those between your kids as well. Exactly, and you get free fillable drinks in Five Guys as well. Do you still in? Do you do in the Disneyland one as well? I've never been in it, but I've never been in a Five Guys that doesn't have refillable drinks. That's true. So I'd assume you probably just need one per family. You just make many trips, but yeah. The next thing we have here is merchandise. So be it clothing or anything like that. Interesting thing that I just found out, though, I went on to the Shop Disney UK website because I was going to suggest if you're buying anything that is of a higher value and you don't have to buy it in store, not that I would tell you not to go to a Disney store, but have a look online because the exchange rate between the UK Disney store and the European Disney stores is hefty. Yes. So maybe just have a look. So I was like, maybe that'd be a way to save some money. Spirit jerseys are £59.99 and are €59.99. Oh. You ain't saving any money on a spirit jersey. But if you're in the UK and you want to get one of the DLP spirit jerseys, order off the French website. Yeah, fair. Before you go, because at least then you'll know you'll have it, because the sizes go in and out of stock. All the time. In the park. But yeah, everything that's in the park's bit of the Shop Disney website is the exact same price in GBP as it is... Wow, that's a rip-off. ...in Euro, but which would obviously mean that it's more expensive in GBP overall. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Madness. That's good mental. But if you're looking to pick up, say, a costume, like if you know that your kid is going to want to dress up as Spider-Man or your kid's going to want to dress up as a princess or something like that, buy your costumes before you go because they'll be cheaper and potentially better quality. No, they will be better quality because I always forget, I always forget how bad the quality is of the princess dresses in Disneyland Paris for like just your standard princess dress because obviously they do the deluxe ones which are like between 80 and 120 euro. Yeah. Which are pretty good quality as princess dresses go. Yeah. But the regular bog standard princess dress in Disneyland Paris is what, 60 quid or something? Yeah. But like 60 up to 70 quid, I'd say. Yeah. And they're extremely plasticky. Yeah, especially if you have a kid that wants an Elsa dress. So when I gave Crash Kate's family trip in December, my niece has only turned four in the last couple months. She really wanted an Elsa dress, and I was like, oh, I'll get her one at Disneyland Paris. Yeah. Whatever about the rest of the dresses not being as nice a quality, the Elsa dresses are atrocious. Yeah, they're very It is bad. shameful that Disney charge the amount they do for those Elsa dresses, because there's, like, level of quality that the rest of the dresses have, and then knock down about 60%, and then you're at those Elsa dresses. Yeah, it's very bad. It's much. horrendous. So buy your dresses before you go. Yeah, like, if you go to the... Even if you go to your local Disney store, I know a lot of people don't have a local Disney store, but if you're willing to, like, make the trip, go, bring your child, try on dresses, get one that fits, and then just put it away. Or if they don't have the size, maybe if you get in... If you try different sizes in the shop, and then you can order the size that you need online as well. Yeah. Also, keep an eye out for when Disney have sales on. I know... Last week, they had a 50% off sale for a limited amount of time. And they had, like, Darth Vader and Stormtrooper costumes for, like, £13. Oh, yeah. They do a lot of those fan Fridays lately. So make sure you're following them on Instagram because they'll just pop up and they'll usually last 24 to 48 hours. 
But if you're on it, you can get some really good deals. Really, really good deals. So, like, if you were a family that was planning to go to Orlando later in the year for Galaxy's Edge, a Stormtrooper costume for £13 is nothing. That's, yeah. Because they're going to be at least $60 when you get there. Exactly. For probably the same one. Exactly. So, it seems like, with regards to the park stuff... Either wait till you get there, or if you'd rather have a couple things ready so that you don't have to be worried about having the money when you go and when you'll be paying for everything else, maybe you can buy some stuff ahead of time, but it doesn't look like you'll save a whole lot of money on the park-specific stuff. Yeah. But you can pick up t-shirts and stuff in pennies, you can pick up costumes and stuff in various different places. So, particularly with regards to kids' stuff, like, have little treat bags, have little toys and stuff that you can pick up anywhere for a couple of euros just so you have on hand so it's not a constant I want this toy which is really small and really stupid and it's eight ninety nine. yeah so like we'd always um I was gonna say we always recommend but when I used to work in the store for sure when we had when I used to work in the store for sure uh, when we had sale on and it was so it would have been sale when everyone had gone back to school mm. And all the backpacks weren't in offer anymore. They went straight into sale, like they were properly redlined. Yeah. We'd get a lot of people buying a backpack for, I think they're like usually like at their lowest, they go to like six euro. Yeah. So they'd grab a backpack and then we'd usually have some sort of activity book for like three euro. Mm -hmm. And then we'd have like a couple of bits and bobs. And you could get like a full plane pack or travel pack for under 20 quid with fully official Disney merch in it. And mm-hmm. a lot of the things are, like, things to do and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So that's always really good as well, if you're planning on doing that. Yeah. You've just reminded me of another thing. One thing to either have a look at buying before you go or making your own is autograph books. Oh, yeah. When we went to Plaza Gardens, we had a family beside us. It was mom, and dad, and three little girls. Oh, they were so adorable. And oh. they had made their own autograph books and it was like I don't know what the kids were called I wasn't paying that much attention mercifully but it was like it was like Annabelle I don't know so it was say like Annabelle's Disneyland Paris trip 2019 and it had like pictures of her and pictures of her favourite characters and they had pages for each of the characters but what I would probably even do as well as that so have a page for the character to sign and then say for instance if you're in queue to meet Minnie have crayons and stuff on hand and give your kids their colour their autograph book and get them to draw a picture of Minnie, much like another family that we oh, were yeah. beside for a queue, where their way of kind of passing time in a queue was just who wants Sudoku, who wants colouring, who wants to draw, who wants to read, do you know? Yeah. And it was just getting the kids to do stuff rather than just being frustrated, but if you could get the kids to be like, okay, we're in the queue for Mickey Mouse, I want you to draw Mickey Mouse on this page, and then you can get Mickey Mouse to sign it, you're going to have an absolutely amazing character interaction. Yeah, that character is going to freak. It, and They're going to be like, you drew that? And it's going to be the cutest thing. Yeah. So I would 100% recommend making your own autograph books. Yeah, and there's tons. There is tons of videos on YouTube about making your own like scrapbooks and junk journals and all that sort of stuff. Like, yeah. It's all the same principle. Um, but there's loads of tutorials online about how to do that and, like, the best way to do it. It can also work out way cheaper because a lot of the autograph books in Disneyland Paris only have, like, 24 pages. Yep. And they're, like, 14 euro. Mm-hmm. Which is insane. Um, and they're all bland and all the exact same. Yeah. And then you can also get 
sometimes, now in all fairness, they're not always in stock. You can get autograph books in the Disney store as well, mm-hmm. which are about half the price of the ones they have in yeah. Disneyland Paris. Yeah. So maybe pop in there if you really don't want to make your own, that you can probably have a look at buying it for you. Yep, exactly. Next thing is hotels. So we personally prefer to stay on Disney property. We like to have the option to walk back and not have to rely on any public transport, not have to be sardine to, onto any kind of bus or train or anything like that. It's basically because because we're just at a point in life where we can't afford to have the luxury of staying on site, that we don't need to go and budget to hell to be able to go. Yeah. We're extremely fortunate to be able to do. 100%. Um, so we would always recommend that if you can try and stay on site even in the lowest hotel which is the Santa Fe if you get the right price but if that's not an option you can always stay in a partner hotel yeah so I went on to booking.com today and just looked up I wanted to find a couple of the hotels that are on the magic shuttle route because that is going to be the easiest way for you to get to and from your hotel and it's also probably the most cost effective unless you're going in a big group so I looked up a week in the middle of September for this year and it was just for a couple and so the Explorers Hotel was 475 for three nights on Monday. You check in on a Monday, you leave on a Thursday and that includes breakfast. So that's already taking one of your meals of the day kind of out of whatever amount of money you need to budget for your day-to-day expenses in the park. Yeah. Um, and then there's also the Magic Circus, which was a bargain at €344. Pocket change. That's super, Like, I think that's actually cheaper than what we're paying to stay in Santa Fe with Infinity Pass holder discount. Yeah. For two nights. Fair, yeah, true. Which is grim. So, yeah. I haven't gone too much into this. I don't know a whole lot about partner hotels. I haven't personally stayed in any of them. There are tons and tons of bloggers and vloggers and everybody else in between that have stayed in the partner hotels that will be able to give you more information but if you're trying to save some money on your hotel you don't mind either having to get a train or a shuttle bus or whatever else to your hotel absolutely it's a great option then and something most definitely to consider yeah absolutely don't knock it Absolutely not. Um, finally, on our little list mm-hmm. of potential ways to save money, we have tickets and like park entry tickets and talking about a, when an Infinity Pass is worth it. So I've done a bit more Disney math. Yeah, this is not Sinead. Sinead can take all this maths. <laughs> With regards to your tickets, so I've based it off a single adult for four days. We generally would always go for four days. We feel like I feel like that's kind of your best way of getting you get to experience most things you might not get to experience everything four days yeah yeah i feel like like that's a it's a good it's a good kind of level ground so buying it directly from the disneyland paris website is 249 euro Uh uh-huh if you want to get it from attraction tickets direct i initially got put onto the attractions tickets it's gonna be really difficult to say attraction (laughs) tickets direct UK website and they were charging £242. Okay. Right? And then I went on to the Attraction Tickets Direct Irish website and that was €234. Whoa! So if you're in the UK and you are looking to get your tickets for Disneyland Paris, order them through Attractions Tickets Direct and use one of those. Because I I would assume you probably might need a postal address 
Because they post you out physical tickets. Oh, okay. I would assume you might need an Irish address, but I assume there's the UK equivalent of Parson Motel yeah. that you could use for that. But yeah, I was like, that's a significant saving. That's bad. Yeah. There was also another company called Head Out came up, and they were charging the exact same as Disneyland Paris, so 249 However, they also were, if you booked with them, you got a 15% off voucher for Planet Hollywood, oh. and a 15% off voucher for Earl of Sandwich. Oh. I think attractions were also offering you the same thing, but I can't quite remember. And then the cheapest option I found, which was from a company called 365 Ticks, I've never heard of this company, mm. much like I've never heard of Head Out, but they were charging 221 euro for a four-day ticket. Oh. So that's saving you over 25 euro. Interesting. Personally, I don't know if I wouldn't feel comfortable going for a company that I have never heard of. Now, again, I didn't do any research into them. There could be glowing reviews online. I don't know. Yeah. But out of all those companies that have listed, I would either buy direct from Disneyland Paris or I'd quite happily buy from attractions because... They have a really good reputation online. Yeah. And they've worked with plenty of people that we both follow that it, everything seems to be yeah, no. legit. Attractions, seems to be okay. No, attractions do a lot of... Um, they sponsor a lot of people to go places. So I would 100% trust attractions. Yeah. I would never think twice about buying tickets on there. Exactly. There, there, There's too many people that they've sponsored and gifted things for that I'm like if they were going to be a scam there's no way they'd put that much effort into it like it's stupid so I would 100% always trust attractions um I probably would never trust any other third party um I feel like attractions just has such a big name for itself that it's a bit different Mm. but like all those other ones you mentioned I don't think I would probably go near I wonder Excuse me, I wonder if there was a way of ringing Disneyland Paris and asking them if they had, if you could, like, mention, be like, oh, do you know about these people or anything? But I presume Disneyland Paris is just going to be like, well, just buy from us. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just, I'd be very hesitant because your park tickets are really important. They're a very important part of the stay yeah. because without them, you're nothing. Yeah. And it would be really, really unfortunate if you bought your tickets, got them sent out to you by a third party turned up to the turnstiles on the day and they were like, these aren't real. Yeah. Like, that would be... It would just wreck your entire holiday. Like, yeah. it's very expensive as well to repurchase tickets. Like, if you have your child in front of you, what are you going to do? Tell them you can't go to... Yeah, exactly. Disney because your tickets are fake? No, you're going to go buy tickets for the day. Yeah, exactly. And considering the cheapest there was 221 and then Attractions was offering 234, I mean, for the sake of 13 euro, I would rather use a company that I know... Are yeah, legit. Like I plan to use attractions for my Universal ticket when I go to Hollywood. So yeah, I'd be quite happy using them, especially the fact that they send you out physical tickets, so you don't have to go and queue up, and like they don't give you like a voucher that you, you yeah. have to go to guest services in exchange and yada yada yada. Just remember, guys, if it looks like it's good, too good to be true, it probably is. Yeah, unfortunately. So there are just a couple places where you can get tickets from what I could see. Especially if you're in the UK, you're better off going on to anything that's an Irish website and doing it that way, because you will get it cheaper. Uh-huh. Much, much cheaper. You can thank Brexit for that. Oh, woo <laughs> <laughs> And then the last thing that I wanted to kind of look up was, when is an Infinity Pass worth it? So when will you start saving money by getting an Infinity Pass? 
so I, again, I based it off if, say, for instance, me and Brecky were going or me and Kate were going and Kate didn't have an annual pass or, like, neither of us had an annual pass and we were considering it. So, uh, as I just said, from Disneyland Paris, a basic, just straight out of gate four-day ticket is €249 Euro per adult. So if you were going with two people, you'd obviously both be shelling out 249 each. So that's already sitting us at 500. If you then wanted to have your pictures from your trip, your ride photos, all that kind of stuff, that's an extra 70 for photo pass. And then any merchandise that you buy, any food that you buy, anything like that, you won't have any discount on. You'd be paying full price for everything else. From having a look on TripAdvisor and what people generally say to budget per day for food and stuff like that. It was kind of ranging between anywhere between 50 to 65, maybe 70 for a couple mm-hmm. for food for the day, which I can very easily oh, see. Oh, yeah, easily, yeah. No bother. So you have that. And then however much you might end up spending on merchandise, which you might not think that you'll spend a whole lot on merchandise, but a spirit jersey here, a plush there, a jumper, a t-shirt, some pins. It you adds can, up. A, you can spend 200 euro in the blink of an eye. Poof. And it'll just be like... Where did all my money go? In a lightsaber, if you will. Exactly. So even just adding up the park tickets and the photo pass, you're sitting at about 570 euro-ish. If you were to have, if one of you were to get an infinity pass, that would be 449 euro. Or you can pay the bare minimum, which I think now is 60. And then you pay in it around 30 euro a month for your annual pass then just comes out as a direct debit so it's a way of kind of spreading out the cost without having to save up and initially be like here's 450 euro of my money yes yeah. without having to do that like shock thing of having to hand over so much money yeah. you can split it out across the year which i don't know about you but i never notice it coming out of my life because i would blindly spend 30 euro yeah. like that yeah me too yeah. so you can do it that way. With an Infinity Pass, you do get cheaper park tickets. You can buy up to five during a week. And I think with an Infinity Pass, you get 20 across a year. And they're €39, Euro, so that would mean the second person's tickets are then 156 instead of 249 Cool. So you're already saving some money there. You then get your photo pass for free, and then your merchandise and your food, you'll get discounts on. You get 20% off merchandise, you get 15% off food. So... Just for your tickets and your photo pass, it's 605 for the Infinity Pass. So there's 37 euro in the difference. So basically, you need to be spending in and around 200 across both people to end up with a discount of, I think it was 40 euro. Right, okay. And let me tell you, between food and merchandise and stuff, 200 euro will be gone within two days. Oh, yeah, easily. Easy. Yeah, absolutely. So I would kind of maintain, you might never plan to go back, but if you plan to, I don't know, go for a nice meal to Chez Remy or go do a character dinner, or if you know whoever you're going with wants to get a spirit jersey, or one of you wants to get a hoodie or a jacket or some plush, a couple pins, some Christmas decorations. Anything. You need an infinity pass. Yeah. Like, it will... It does seem like a lot of money up front, and I know there's some people that are like, well, why would I get an annual pass? I don't plan on going back. That's fine, but everything that you get included with it, even just having your photos for free, yeah, and getting that discount, it would actually work out cheaper. That's crazy, isn't it? Madness. It's actually crazy. 
No, don't get me wrong. I don't think Disneyland Paris annual passes are going to stay the price lower. Yeah, true. For very long. Yeah. I think especially once the expansion to Walt Disney Studios. WDS2. Starts happening. I think we're going to see them going up closer to the six seven hundred euro mark. Ooh. Yeah, but we can we can we can enjoy them while they are over there. Hey, so yeah, I was just curious to see when would you kind of start to break even ish. Now, obviously, it would be different with a family because you'd still have to factor in say like kids' tickets because there are only so many tickets you can get uh-huh. with your annual pass. But even then, like it is blah blah blah. Yeah. Yeah, so there definitely are ways of saving money in Disneyland Paris because Disney basically gets you on impulse buying and like panic buying and ooh shiny. <laughs> they get me every time. Every time the shinies get me every time. Yeah, let's go there. Need it? <laughs> or I'm like, oh, spirit jersey. Hello, come with me. <laughs> uh, so yeah, just make sure the best way to, to save money is by making a budget before you go and sticking to that budget. Like, if your budget's 500 euro, fine. If your budget's a grand, fine. Save a bit every month before you go, and you'll end up having a fair bit of money to play with when you get there. But just make sure that if you do have a budget, stick to it. And if you want merch and stuff to look cute while you're there, try and get it beforehand rather than in the parks. Obviously, if you want to treat yourself while you're there, treat yourself. But just make sure you don't go too crazy and don't bankrupt yourself, because that is not worth it. No. It... it like, that's the thing. And make use of the Disney store sales. Their sales are really good, and you can sometimes pick up some absolute bargains. One thing that really worked for me in our 2017 trip that has not worked for me since was I, like, set my mind. I was like, I'm going to get some Halloween pins. Oh, yeah. A Pegasus. I want some form of a figurine. And I think that's all I got. Yeah. I, I think I bought that Phantom Manor t-shirt. I think that was my only impulse. Oh, yeah. But I, like, stuck to it. Mm, yeah, you did. You're really good. So maybe even do that. Watch some, like, have a look at the time of year that you're going and watch haul videos. Figure out how much stuff is, and then you can kind of plan accordingly. Like, if you know spirit jerseys are 60 quid, I know I want a spirit jersey, then you need to have at least 60 quid to cover your spirit jersey before you go. So just do some planning. Yeah, or be like, oh, I'm going to have one nice thing. I was pretty good on our last trip. It was like, I'm going to have one nice thing. Uh-huh. I bought a spirit jersey. Uh-huh. What? I didn't buy anything other big. What? <laughs> oh, Jesus. I am so smart. Um, I didn't, ha- I didn't have another big purchase. Did I? I don't think so, but you did buy it a bit. No, I did. No, but I was always going to buy it. You didn't buy any plush. I didn't buy any plush. That's because they're... You bought all of their plush. <laughs> um... But yeah, that was it. Like, my spirit jersey was my big one, and then obviously we spent a lot on food, because that was stupid. But, like, merch-wise, I only bought, like, a couple... I actually bought four pins. Oh. Which, for me, is actually pretty good. Like, yeah, I bought... Sure. Like, merch-wise, I bought a spirit jersey and four pins. Yeah. Am I forgetting something? Because you're looking at me like... I feel like you bought more. But maybe you didn't. Maybe it was just me. Yeah, see, you bought a lot last time. Yeah. clock. I bet. Oh, I bought my Tara Terry t-shirt. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. that again, cute. that was a proper impulse buy because that was so cute. That's cute. That's because I remember how much I loved Tara Terry. Immediately getting off it, I was like, I need it. <laughs> yeah. So that was a proper like memories one though as well. Like sometimes you do buy. Don't stop yourself from buying souvenirs if you think they're gonna give you good memories. It sparks well. joy. Buy it. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Within reason. <laughs> Yeah, that's everything for how to be Scrooge McDuck in DLP. A quack quack.
<laughs> so closing out this week's episode we got a question from the lovely Mary O'Connor who is Mary Condon O'Connor on Instagram check her out and she's asked us what are the best and worst snacks in DLP thanks for the question Mary if anybody else wants to send us in a question to answer on the podcast just send us a DM on at Mickey Waffles Pod or keep an eye out on Monday we usually pop up the post where we give people the option Make life easy. Please ask us questions. It's fun. Uh, yeah, so best and worst snacks in ERP. We don't have many bad, no. to be honest. We, our list of good is a lot longer. Um, so, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. I think number one for the two of us is definitely a Mickey waffle. Yeah. Do you not think the Mickey Waffles in his, it depends. Disney Studios? See, the Mickey Waffles in Walt Disney Studios, I think, are pretty good. Yeah. The Mickey Waffles in Victoria's, on the other hand... Very expensive. I'd say no-go, and they also don't do discounted Victoria's, even though you think they would, because it's a sit-down. Yeah, it's very expensive in Victoria's, but not recommend. I do enjoy a Mickey Waffle. Yeah, me wrong. too. Um, I don't know if it would be my number one, though. Oh. In, like, your top three? In, maybe. I'm trying to think. I quite like them. Yeah. I quite like the Nutella, and when they put whole hazelnuts on oh, them as well, yeah, no, I think I quite like that. I think it, I think Mickey waffles work really well when it's cold. I think when we went, yeah, true, it was too warm. It was too warm, but when we went at Christmas, had Mickey waffle, it was perfect true. because it was slightly drizzling and it was like almost icy, and you had a nice hot Mickey waffle that was poured in Nutella and had those whole hazelnuts on it as well. Mwah! Do you know what else is great at Christmas? What? Pretzels. Warm mm, pretzels. They were so good. If you have a chance oh. to go at Christmas when all those little chateaus are open down by Ratatouille, absolutely go for a pretzel and some cider. So, so freaking good. I also really enjoyed, on our last trip, we went into the like little sweet shop, bake shop thing on Main Street on the right-hand side. And we went in and got some little cookies before the parade. Yeah, they're like sandwich cookies almost. Yeah. And they look like Mickey and Minnie. Yeah, so Kate got the Mickey one, which had chocolate in the middle. I got the mini one, which was glorious, and it was half dipped in white chocolate and had a raspberry jam in the middle. It was beautiful. It was really good. Such nice snacks to get before, especially on a Tuesday. If you're going to stay out, you get start Tuesday spot. Go get yourself a biscuit. Yeah. Sit down, chill then, out, enjoy. Yeah, especially then. I think that's a good stage to... You can get a fizzy drink as well and share it. Because you definitely both don't need one. So definitely... Even though we do it. Every time. time. Two cookies, one drink, one parade, yeah. boom, done. I'm trying to think about I also really enjoy the popcorn. I enjoy popcorn anyways. Yeah. I always forget to actually get the popcorn because the only time I notice it is when we walk past it and I'm like, oh my God, I want popcorn. But there's always a queue of 10 million people. That's the problem. The queue is always so long for popcorn. Yeah. And I think they do flavored popcorn, do they? They don't just do... I think they just do sweet and salty. Mm, the best kind. I don't know. I do wish that Paris did churros just outside. Fuente de Loro. Don't get me wrong, I really enjoy the churros in Fuente de Loro, mm, but I wish nice, DLP yeah. did proper churros. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. Any of like the candied apples or frosted apples or anything that's not Paris, I tend not to like. Okay. I just don't enjoy them. I just don't think they're very good. I think that's quite an overpriced thing. Also, oh, I know, when you're walking down Main Street towards the castle... And then closer toward the castle on the right, there's that little hole in the wall that you can buy um, pastries and stuff from. The muffins from there are disgusting. 
Oh. They're so dry. I don't think I've ever had one. Oh, I had one once at Christmas because we were, got, you can get hot chocolate and a pastry, I think, for a certain amount of money. And so I got a muffin and a hot chocolate and mm. the muffin was literally as dry as a bone. Oh, grim. But the little donut things they have are great. They do like a bag of like four like mini donuts or six mini donuts or something. They were really good. Okay, cool. Um, so just make sure you're... Exactly. The only thing I can think of, like, snack-wise that I haven't enjoyed was at Halloween last year, they had these little... They were the same shaped bottle as the Galaxy's Edge ones, but it was Fanta Blood Orange. And I love Blood Orange everything. Blood Oranges are delicious. But this was disgusting. Oh, that's sad. Like, don't get me wrong. Fanta is the inferior orange soft drink always yeah but this was just rotten it was really fake tasting and it was just and it was really expensive you were paying the exact same for this tiny little ball as you were like a full-size bottle of coke oh and immediately i was like why why did i do this oh so if they come back out for halloween i would not get one again and i would not recommend okay there you go mary i hope that helped um it really all depends on personal taste to be honest and what time of year you're going depends on what's available agreed but always get those cookies because those cookies are great. Also, the fudge. That fudge is really good, but I mean, fudge can't be bad. I've never had it. It's really good. I've had fudge, I'm just not. Oh, I remember what fudge. I was going to say. Oh, Jesus. Just before I finish. Merciful hour. <laughs> the, um, the goofy candy company jellies, oh, yeah. I think, are actually pretty good value, and I think they're really good as like quick little um, uh, like sugar boost for the day because I think the amount, like, the bag isn't huge. But sometimes they're so sour you're not going to eat many. Yeah. So I feel like they do actually spread you out. I think it's three euro for a bag, which in the scope of real life isn't good value for money. But within Disney, I think it's pretty good. On that same vein, one thing I would not recommend are the little chocolate things you can get. The chocolate is gig. Oh, the ones that are wrapped and then wrapped again? Rotten. Yeah, they're good if you're bringing home... Oh, sorry, you're about to say that as well. They're good <laughs> if you bring, like, sweets back for, like, a kid that's bringing them into school or I brought them back and gave them to people at work. Then then it's fine. But just, like, sit and munch on, the chocolate's rotten. No, and there's so much paper and you gotta throw it away. And then, but... So wasteful. Yeah, so I, I think the jellies, jellies are a good shout if you can eat them. Mm. So I think that's it in for this week. A bit more of a chatty episode this week. Less boom, 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 and more. If there's anything else that you want to hear us natter on about, or any of the questions that you want us to do a bit of a longer episode on, let us know. I think what we might do next is maybe kind of focus on different lands of Disneyland Paris, give you some of the history about that land, the going more in depth about the rides, stuff like that. So we'll have to be doing our research. I'm so tired. So maybe do research right now. We're not doing it right now. Oh my god. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah again if you do have any questions or anything like that or if you want to just pop us over a message we love chatting with people on instagram we are at mickey waffles pod so give us a follow give us a give us a little message yeah yeah thanks so much for listening guys bye good morning <laughs>